Yeah, well, I mean, it's at least abbreviated in content, if not in length. I mean, I gotta go get breakfast tacos, man. Okay, well, I mean, it is 11.15 at this point, so they're gonna be lunch tacos by the time you get them, but let's do it. I mean, they're still breakfast tacos, even if you eat them at lunch. I guess that's fair. It's part of the style of taco, right? Yeah, I suppose you're right about that. It's not like a McDonald's situation, though, where if you don't get there before noon, they stop serving the breakfast options? No, the place we're going doesn't even open until 11. Oh, great. Okay, so, so they're expecting you to roll in at noon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they're expecting me. I don't know if they're ready for, for, uh, for what I have to bring. To the how, many breakfast, how many breakfast tacos are we, are we... What's the over-under? I'd say probably three is the over-under, but I might take the over. You know what I mean? I, might take I do. I do know what you mean. Like three yeah. is a healthy, good, high quantity amount, and you're probably going to overdo it. Yeah, exactly. Yep, been there, my friend. <laughs> been there. Because <laughs> when am I going to get breakfast tacos again, except for tomorrow and Sunday? Yeah, um, maybe. Right, right. So, uh, so I'm about it. But we got to talk about the challenge. We're not here. We're not here to break down breakfast tacos. There's a. We had a pretty big episode last night. Yeah, um, which uh, played out in some, in some great ways. Where would you like to start? Well, I would like to start with me being half right. Josh did not win, but the big drama was, in fact, him voting bananas in. And naturally, as is often the case with Josh, he did it for no goddamn reason whatsoever. <laughs> well, I mean, not no reason. Right? I mean, like, basically no reason. Like, you're telling me... You're significantly more afraid of bananas in a final than, like, frankly, anyone else. I don't know. Well, all these dudes are. I mean, for Josh, he was about respect, trying to, you know, respect his number one's wishes, right? I thought bananas was his number one. No, Fessy's is number one. Well, it gets confusing because he swore on his dead grandfather that he wasn't going to say bananas' name. Okay, yeah, that so was... <laughs> I don't know who his number one is. Um, what he says nobody seems to asked have him to do that. no, nobody <laughs> asked him to do that. And there's just there seems to be no correlation between the things he says and the things he does. And he, what he said, was like, "I'm making a decision for myself that gives me the best chance." Like when he actually made the decision. Sure, he did the thing where he cried to fessy and he did the thing where he cried to bananas about how hard a decision it was fine but <laughs> is then, he the first person to cry in the in like the ball booth probably i don't know what you call that room <laughs> like josh josh when it comes to the challenge the only records josh has is first person to cry records but he has all of them 
He's got um, He's got all these little spots all over the house. First person that's right. crying here. First person. <laughs> exactly. So he 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 does the crying, and then when he had the ITM where he attempted to explain the decision, what he said was, I felt like I had to make a decision for myself. At the end of the day, I made the decision for myself to give myself the best chance. And later, after he voted bananas in, I wrote this down because it's important. He said, quote, instantly, I feel this regret. I think it was the desperation of wanting to finally make it to the final. This choice had no bearing on whether or not you go to the final, you hopeless doofus. It had nothing to do with it. Nothing. No. You were in the no. final, basically, at that point, other than if someone else voted you in. So really, the drama here was what Tori was going to do, right? Because yeah. that's what, like, that was the... Uh, and that's what ultimately got set up in, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like, your chances of going to the final had to do with what Tori chose or potentially another player who might have voted you in it, well, it's certainly what chris decided to do had a huge effect but like the notion that somehow voting bananas in after swearing on your grandfather you weren't going to do that would affect his uh, opportunity to make the final is completely false and I, although i it's not like i have any special love for johnny bananas that makes me root for him over josh or anyone else but oh i do <laughs> I have that special. I like bananas. Don't get me wrong, but like Shows it's not. Better when he's around. Of oh. course, but but I'm a West guy. You know what I mean? I'm a West yeah, guy, sure. so I I like bananas sure. as much as anybody else. But like, it's not like I was rooting for it. But I did get immense joy from the instant karma of Josh getting hoppered in with just one ball when Banana had five. And well, and, and the great irony of all of this is that in the end with the way that this particular hall brawl was, it would have been better for Fessy to face Corey anyway, <laughs> right? Correct. Corey's the guy you want to see in what's essentially a puzzle challenge. Correct. Right? We're going to get to the, the hall brawl because I'm upset about that as well. Um, but just the simple fact that Josh... Basically, the, so much of this episode was the drama over a, an, a, what ultimately was an irrelevant decision by Josh that he cried over at least four times. Um, it's it's so silly. I mean, I love it, but it's so, so silly. Um, on the other side of that, really clever strategy by Fessy in that stupid fake hall brawl to just say, you know what? Neither of us are going to be very good at this puzzle. Why don't I just run back and forth and guess? Because there's only like five options that this could be. Right. Right. Well, I don't I don't think that was an us situation. It seemed like Fessy was the only one really trying that strategy. Um, no, no, no. I'm saying like he and Josh, neither of them are puzzle masters, right? Because him right. deciding to do that is basically a bet that Josh is not going to figure it out on the first try. Because if right, well, he does then right. Fessy's strategy is not a very good one. Right. Well, I mean, it depends on how long it takes Josh to get the first try in there, I guess. But, yeah, you're right. And um, the thing about it is, and this is my problem with this stupid hall brawl, is, like, it wasn't a hall brawl. Right. It was The a hall brawl, first of all, they had pads, which, uh, not, not the shoulder pads, which is just to make sure no one dies, but the giant blocking pads that made it not a real hall brawl. But even a hall brawl with those things, if the race had been the hall brawl, would have been at least a version of it. 
This was just go smash into each other before you do a puzzle, which is the thing that's going to determine. Because, like, what's the maximum, you know, edge Fessy gets from winning right. the hall brawl portion? Like, five seconds? Nothing. That's the thing. It would have made sense for both contestants to just kind of agree, like, hey, let's not bother. Let's not hurt each other. Into each other as yeah. hard as we can. Might as well just try to get by each other and then go solve this puzzle, right? Exactly. Like, they're... The, the collision makes no difference. The whole point of the hall brawl is that you're supposed to kind of knock somebody on their ass and that they're not going to be able to get up and run after, right? Like, that's, exactly. that's what the hall brawl is. Exactly. But so, if all you're getting is a five-second edge, why exhaust yourself and potentially, you know, hurt yourself before you go do this puzzle? It makes no sense. So that, that, that was yes. extremely disappointing to me. Like, if you're going to save hall brawl, do a hall brawl. Otherwise, don't yeah. do a hall brawl, which is fine. And, uh, Essentially, at a season where we have been up and down praising all the challenges and eliminations, this was easily the worst elimination of the season. Easily the worst one, and by the way, looked even worse because the daily was one of the best. What an incredible yeah. daily challenge this was. I, You know what? I will say I had one issue with this. Is it um, is it the fact that Michaela was allowed to sit there crying for 10 minutes and it didn't count on her time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I don't know. Did they not count that clearly? She won. Like, I mean, she won, right? Yeah, but there's like, no I way they, they counted be, that. There's I mean, no way. Tori was fast. Like overplayed how long the the crying was. That was my thought. Well, but unless she it. only cried for five seconds, there's no way. Like they were separated by seconds, and Tori did it fast. There's no way she beat. Yeah, Tori. but she got up that ladder really fast, man. There's Even no way Tori she said. There, yeah, but there's yeah. no way she beat Tori by like two minutes on the ladder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, but I don't think she was up there crying for two minutes. But I could be, I could be wrong about that. But my biggest beef about it, and look, I know it looks scary. They were wearing a harness. Like, how bad could it have been if you fall off the damn beam? You know have you ever, <laughs> have you ever uh, walked on a balance beam, like a Olympic style balance beam? I have, yeah. Not for a long time, but I have done. Yeah, but it's like. It's not not scary up there, and that yeah, is yeah. that is four feet off the ground, and you're not going to hurt yourself falling off. So I think it's the same not, thing, except you're also not in red, like in a hard, red, like it's you're not going to hurt yourself. Well, the point I, is you're yeah, not going to hurt yourself, but there's still the element of like balancing and falling is not fun, even if you're not going to die. But I think you add to that the drama of looking down and just being that high up. It doesn't – I mean, look, I think Michaela's ridiculous. She obviously has a, you know, Durrell-style fear of heights that is a different thing. But when it yeah. comes to a normal, non-terrified-of-heights person, you're still, like, getting dizzy when you look down at the ground. It's not easy. Yeah. I mean, clearly, look, everybody, everybody's struggling with it a little bit. But. Yeah. Like, there's – the and, and by the way, like, the only – Heights challenges without harnesses are the ones over water, which are equally unlikely to kill you. But it's just yeah. scary. Like it. It's well, but I'd be I'd be way scarier of like plunging into uh, a water where you don't know how far you're gonna go down than being in a harness where I know I'm just gonna hang up up in the air. If I, I hear you, you know what I mean. I hear you, but I think we have to remember that like there's very. There really is not risk of dying in any of these challenges, you know. <laughs> but, but that doesn't make them not intimidating or scary. 
Yeah, well, clearly, clearly people were scared. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess I'm just talking shit. I don't know. Yeah, like, um, I feel like we need to put you in a harness on a very high thing and see if you're as uh, unflappable as you think. Yeah, let's go for it. I'm, I'm up for that challenge. I'll do that. This is why we need a, 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 a direct sponsorship with, with the challenge, because they would probably <laughs> arrange that for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fly us out to Croatia or whatever. Yeah, let this jabroni uh, on the podcast give it a try. <laughs> just trying to keep up with Rachel in the workouts, man. Um, <laughs> that you're you're doing better than me, man. So credit to you. <laughs> Those things are hard. They're hard. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of jumping. All right. a lot of burpees involved. So a lot of burpees involved. Uh, I was really glad Chris won this particular challenge because yeah. it made the game. Way more interesting than it would have been had anyone else won, right? So right, because Chris is the automatic vote if anyone else goes, and then like it's just less drama. But I gotta say, like putting aside everything else, we gotta look at Chris as a threat in this final, right? I mean, absolutely, look, he's I, the wild card essentially, right? Like, yes, and if I'm power ranking the contestants, he might still be fourth out of four, but. Unlike on the women's side, where I feel like Chanel is fourth out of four, and I'll be shocked if she doesn't finish fourth, Chris is maybe the fourth ranked, but it is splitting hairs trying to rank these four guys. I mean, Ooh, I'll tell you what, I think I think Chris is a pretty clear third for me. You have Corey fourth or Bananas? I got Corey fourth. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I can't do that to Corey. Is lower than second. He's a he's a, a seven time champion. I can't do that to Corey. Like, Corey still has eight or ten years of... Not winning finals. <laughs> no, but... but it, I've but, seen Corey in a final. You know what I mean? But that ex- I haven't seen Chris. Well, but I think that experience matters. And I also think, like, he's certainly as big and strong, if not more so, than Chris. And And it's not like Chris has been you know, doing all these puzzle things that make me think he's a wizard in, in yeah, a different but- department. See, but I think Chris is right. Chris has been winning a lot of challenges and a lot of different kind of challenges. Like I think he's versatile. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, um, like I said, you know, I mean, I I might have. And a he's fourth. clearly as big as those dudes too. That's the other thing. You know? Yes. Like, you, you kind of don't really realize until until the season kind of goes on a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think like other than Fessy, he's pretty much right in there with everybody. Well, Fessy made it sound when he was talking like he and Corey are the same size, and I was like, "Bro, we we watch the show. We know that's not true." Um, but yeah, I, I, Chris is of bananas is the smallest guy here, and size and age, I could understand putting Chris or Corey ahead of bananas. You know, like you said, past. Uh, like knowledge gained from past performance, we could put Corey fourth. Lack of experience, we could put Chris fourth. Like I think Fessy is the favorite, but the other three are very close to him and neck and neck with each other. So I, I really think we are in for as competitive and exciting a men's side of the final as yeah. we've ever seen. I and don't I'm, think Fessy's a clear favorite. I, you know, no. because we know there's an eating challenge. Yeah, I was going to say, the two things we know that are going to happen in the final are eating and paramedics, so um, nobody's safe. I-, I would I would say on the women's side, the top three is potentially equally dynamic. Like, you know, Desi's had some weirdness this season, but we've seen what she's capable of. We obviously know Tori, and Michaela. 
is a beast. Like, we don't have to like everything about her, but she is a beast out there. And and unless yeah. there's a really tough heights challenge that, that blocks her, she's going to be right there. So, you know, other than Chanel, who was lucky to win the elimination against Cassidy, the, the top three women are, you know, in in up there in terms of their performance this season with any of the women who've ever been on this show. It's It's really... This is a phenomenal final. I, yeah, I, I kind of feel for Cassidy at this point. Brutal. I mean, she really, like, you know, had, had by far the toughest road. The toughest. And, oh. and, you know, really outperformed expectations under those difficult circumstances consistently. And just, you know, had her chance to answer um, and didn't get it in the, in the final elimination. And I just was crushed for her. Um, but, you know, uh, impressive per- season for her, given the circumstances she was put into. I, I will say, uh, did you notice both Josh and Cassidy together received nothing more than a take care from TJ Lavin, which felt yeah. harsh in that circumstance? Yeah, sure did. Sure did. Especially for Cassidy. You know what I mean? So like- yeah. Like, it could have just been like, Cassidy, you battled through three eliminations and the fourth one got you. Tough break. Josh, we love you. Hope to see you both again sometime. Like, it didn't have to be crazy. But he literally was like, you guys blew it. Take care. (laughs) It's like, wow. Ouch. (laughs) It's not what you want to hear, man. No, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. And like, I thought I thought maybe that was a like well you know it's just before the finals so he's trying to be like you know this is the toughest cut of all but we like like when Anissa gets eliminated just before a final he's yeah like, you know <laughs> he does a whole speech about how tough she is right right so so I don't know I don't know what to read into that other than maybe he just didn't like those two. <laughs> It felt rude, but uh, you know TJ's the arbiter. He gets to make those decisions, so I don't want to. It is his final. Yeah, exactly. It's TJ's final. I uh, quickly I missed something when we were talking about Josh. I wanted to make this point. Um, I want to make the point that when he when he says swear on his grand- grandfather in heaven, I wrote at the time. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, it felt like famous last words for somebody. Um, yeah, maybe his grandfather. The okay, so the 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 choice to throw bananas in. I was thinking about like, yeah, I guess Fessy's is number one. You're trying to respect his wishes or whatever. But but what what else? What what all goes into that decision? And I think maybe as much as anything, it was the two approaches that Fessy and Bananas took when he came to them before the vote and was like, I don't know what to do. Because Bananas' response was basically, don't be stupid. We've, like, had this alliance all season. Don't screw me now. And, he, and like, I don't have the patience to deal with your nonsense and walked away. Right. And Fessy, which, again, like, I just think his political approach has been unbelievable this season given what we've seen from him in the past he just kind of played the sad card 
like he really laid the guilt on thick. Yeah, you know, like basically you're saying, oh, you're picking him over me. Yeah, he made it it about their friendship. He toyed with Josh's emotions, and I think in retrospect, if Bananas had played a more emotional card in that situation, Josh might have gone the other way. Because I really do think, especially when you have a guy who like walks, literally walks out of the voting booth and is like, oh God, what have I done? I've made a huge mistake. The, The issue is he just, in these big moments... He is overcome with and ruled by emotion. And right. so he, is, he hasn't figured out that like in order, for, in order for him to take another step in this game, like he's going to need to be a different person. That's right. Like and he Jesse can't be figured who that he out. Is. Yeah. Right. Jesse figured that out. And he's played like not only his game is so good that he didn't really make any moral compromises this season. Like, nope. not, like it was a clean game for him. Like he did much not over promise. Yeah, he didn't. He really just. I mean, I guess he told Chris he'd try not to vote for him, but that wasn't like a pact or anything. And like he did what he had to do. And ultimately, like the reason he's my favorite right now is because of how well he's played everything this season from from the brain standpoint. Like we know if he's going into anything physical, he's the favorite. But he has been so behind on the political and social sides of the game that I've never really believed in him as a favorite. And that really seems to have dramatically changed this one season. It's little CTS, man. It is. Right? Like, it he, is. he used to be just a, just a brute. And then there were season where he figured out the strategy and then it was pretty much over. <laughs> so. Yep. I also want to say just the fact that Bananas is here. Granted, there's some luck involved, certainly this week, but as as he was potentially going into the hall brawl, I was just trying to think. Johnny Bananas is about nine months younger than me, and I was trying to think about what it would feel, and I think I'm probably bigger than him, to be honest. Um, like, I don't know. He's certainly in better shape and stronger, but but I think he's probably only like... They said 185. I think he's only like 5'8", you know? Yeah. And I'm pushing six feet and 220. So I just tried to think about what my 42-year-old body would feel like being crushed by Fessel. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it just got me thinking about all the stuff that they go through on these things. And the fact that yeah. he has a 41-year-old body in the sort of condition to not only survive but thrive in a challenge is pretty re- i mean it is it's it's remarkable in the same way that lebron being 40 years old and and yes. in nba shape is remarkable it just doesn't happen people don't I'm going to shout this. out I'm going to shout out Darrell because I think he comes on the show at an even older age right That's so. right him too oh, him too but it's yeah. been a while since Darrell has looked like a favorite right Right and Bananas continuing to, I mean, it's one thing for everybody to be afraid of the mystique, but for the reality to continue to live up to the mystique. He was in the final of Ride or Dies, too. Yeah, With Nani, for God's sakes. And it's not just political. Like, he is a master at that side of the game. But the way he continues to show up and compete physically is truly spectacular at 41 years old. 
That's why he's the goat, man. That's it is. It is. It's that's very LeBronish. Very, very LeBronish. <laughs> so uh, it appeared to me, at least from the way that they were talking, that we may be looking at a one episode final here. Two I think days, so. One episode. Yeah. I think so. that's right, and and that does add up, right? Because that'll be October nineteenth, and then I believe on the twenty fifth, the season of the flagship. Yeah. Uh, premieres. All right. Swing right into it. I, you know, look. Hopefully. I don't love the one episode final, but hopefully that means it'll be action packed. Yeah, yeah, and I do think that it seems as though the uh, USA branch is well. I mean, it's only sample size of two, and we haven't even seen the second one yet. But they do seem to stick with one episode. Yeah, and maybe a little bit not quite as tough a final as the regular challenge. And and (laughs) and I I did wonder. I did wonder if the neutered hall brawl was a CBS thing. And then I started to think about the fact that CBS shows us like a minimum of six hours of football every Sunday. And if right. it is, in fact, a CBS thing, how ridiculous that is. Yeah, <laughs> that I they would neuter a hall brawl, but <laughs> but show me Anthony Richardson getting hurt every Sunday. Um, I don't. I don't get it, but I but part of me still kind of thinks that's why they did it because otherwise it's just really hard for me to understand what they are thinking from a show quality standpoint. Given how good all of the challenges and eliminations have been, to save that one for last and then do it in that way is weird. Yeah, I think either you'll never see it done that way again. Actually, I think that's probably pretty likely either way. Right. Um. I think you or, may never see it again, unfortunately. Right, or this is the start of them getting rid of Hall Brawl. Like, right, they must have determined that it's not that safe for something. I don't know. I mean, look, it's I not that the, safe. The pads is a is a is a, a real clue there. You know. What yeah. I mean? so, well, and and I think like even in his incredible condition, if if Johnny had had to face Fessy in a real Hall Brawl, like that would have been scary as a viewer. You know. <laughs> I don't want to see a 41-year-old man paralyzed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the other part of that. It's not always a fair fight, but it's such a signature part of the game. I know. You know what I mean? I think I know. They, don't, they didn't want to get rid of it. This was a lame-ass compromise. That's my yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's better just to cancel the whole thing than compromise so dramatically that it's unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the days of the uh, the four-way hall brawl, like the, where Tori got her clock clean, I think, I think those are probably over. God, that was good, though. I yeah, mean, we sure was. I know how much I love Tori, but God, that was good. <laughs> sure was. All right. Um, so I guess we should – so I, I guess we know who you got at this point, right? You're, you're favoring uh, Fessy and, uh, and Wide Open in the third one? Yeah. I mean, I'm favoring – you mean on the, the other three? In the, in the women's side, sorry. Oh, no, no. I'm Come on. You know who I'm favoring on the women's side. Let's not be ridiculous. This is Tori's, okay. it's right. Tori's game to lose, my friend. Yeah, so it's... Uh, but I'm so... Uh, so, yeah. I'm going to say Fessy's slight favorite over Bananas, but to me, very slight. Um, and then, yeah, Tori. So... But honestly, like... I can't as much as I love and and Tori and do truly believe she will win. I, I can't put her that far ahead of Michaela and Desi. I really can't. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a fight. 
it's gonna be a fight. And you know, some of those random things, the eating stuff, or yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the could, could make a difference. And I yeah. look, I, I do think Tori's best Harder is... Harder situations, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think Tori's best is better than them. I think the women are fortunate in that there are no bad partners um, on the guy's side. But, I, I, you know, Tori will need her best. I think her best beats Desi and Michaela, but she will need her best. And same thing for Fessy or Bananas. Like... Mistakes are really going to hurt you because of the level of competition in this final. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be one in the margins, as they say. Yep, I'm excited. Me too. Um, all right, should we do some homework? Yeah, let's let's get into some homework. All right, so I think I started to go through this last time. <laughs> you, you, I don't know that I let you get get any of it out. So all right, good, good. Let's roll. Um, all right, so we're going to watch Fair Play on Netflix, which is a movie about a couple who are both going for the same job and follow up from that. Um, Frasier's back. So Frazier's why the hell back. not? I don't know what to make of it, so I want to check it out. All right. <laughs> going to guess doing the same stuff. Um, Probably. Like, um, ah, damn it. What is it? Something in scrambled the eggs. salad and scrambled salad. eggs. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> they're calling again. Still doing toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's funny. I don't. You talk- do you have a lot Sorry, of memories man. of Frasier? Like, do you do you remember Frasier well? I mean, what do you mean by well? Like, I've certainly watched Frasier, and I remember vaguely enjoying it, but I can't think of anything specific. I mean, I can think of some specific things. I don't know if I could give you like the greatest Frasier bits or right. anything, but I definitely okay. remember stuff about the show. You know? Yeah, yeah, like there's a dog and his dad, but and dog his named brother. Eddie, yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, I can't think of a single Frasier moment. No, it's hard now, but it's been <laughs> it's been off for a while. It's been a long time. A yeah, while. welcome yeah. back. Um, all right, do you want to talk about Fall in the House of Usher? Yeah, like I'm still kind of bewildered that uh, an Ivy League educated individual has never heard of the fall of the House of Usher, which is I've of heard the... of it. I just don't. I just haven't read it. I don't know. I was I was in the Ivy League a long time ago, my man. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I this this is a. I think this is uh, rooted in my knack for trivia that like I just remember things like all of the names of the stories of Edgar Allan Poe that said I couldn't necessarily tell you what happens besides that there's a family by the name of Usher that uh, has some real issues all right all right well but we're it is watching that yeah it's it's um it's from the guy who does all the like haunting at Hill House stuff on Netflix you watch those I don't watch I do not those. they're a little too horror-y for me but I think this is you know, somewhere between drama and horror, and and the uh, source material interests me, and uh, I'm hopeful it's it's getting very good reviews. Um, yeah. All right. Well, good reasons a good sign. Hopeful for that too. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, lessons in chemistry on Apple, which is Brie Larson, um, sneaky science in a cooking show. I think is is the that's chair. that's the idea. Yeah, she's a lady scientist who. Uh, as I understand it, like the way she can get on TV is by doing a cooking show and she tries to use it to teach science to uh, American housewives. All right, there you go. All that uh, plus a big finale and I guess stories from Austin City Limits. I can't wait to hear about it. Go Um, get your breakfast tacos. Hurry up. I can't wait to eat the tacos. Yeah. (laughs) 
Bye. Bye. This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. So long, everybody. And do me a favor. Have yourself a tremendous evening.